Hey, this is TJ and I'm the lead pastor here at Revamp Church. Thanks for listening to our weekly sermon podcast. I hope this message blesses you, encourages you and helps you experience life change through Jesus. For more sermons like this, resources or opportunities to get connected, visit us at Revamp Church PTA on Facebook or Instagram. Especially in your relationships, that you were challenged 
uh, that your relationships were were challenged for uh, for better, so that God may be may be glorified in in this. So I want to give a brief background of why John wrote uh, this book, so that we can get the idea or the context of the book and more clarity of the message of today as we will be talking about God's love and ours. God's love and ours. And, and so John writes this letter to, to encourage believers, right? To just to encourage us towards a personal uh, 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 relationship with God. That he, he's saying that, uh, um, that he's encouraging believers towards a personal relationship with, with, with the God that they can know. And he's writing to, uh, uh, to, to fight a heresy uh, uh, known as, as Gnosticism, right? And, and, and the Gnostic believed that knowledge was power. They, they, they felt that they had a special knowledge of, of, of God and his ways. So, and, and another, I uh, believe that, that um, or the teachings that, that, that the Gnostic taught was that matter was all evil and the spirit realm was all good right and, and john is writing to them to put them into and uh, to put them into their place and and as he does he tells the rest of us about a great god with a great uh love for 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 great sinners right and and i pray that god will give me the wisdom and also the opportunity to delve deep uh, into uh, the teaching of Gnosticism and how that has impacted our relationship with God throughout, you know, uh, throughout uh, the years, especially in these days that we're living in. I believe that Gnosticism is, is still rampant in, in the churches, but that's a subject for another day. And, and John, he was speaking like a pastor, if I, if I may put it that way, in sharing his personal experiences with, with, with God, that, that, that this walk with God is all about love. That the walk with God is, is all about love. It's all about loving God, and it's all about loving others like God loves us, right? And as I followed this letter, I discovered that um, that knowing God demands a heartfelt response of obedience. Knowing God and His love will make you uh, realize that God takes active interest in us. That He takes. Um, active interest in us when we when we live in intimacy with God change happens in us and through us so we read John writing about when you when you read first John chapter 1 and 2 we read John writing about the reality of life with God right walking in light he's writing about that and then he continues by, 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 by writing about the experience of life with God. And we see that in 1 John chapter uh, 3 and the beginning of chapter 4, where he, he emphasizes about walking in love. And then in chapter 1 John 4, he speaks about discernment in life with God, right? 
walking in the spirit and he ends with the heart of life with God where he tells us in chapter 5 that we need to walk in faith with, with God and our focus today is chapter 4 I want us to focus on chapter 4 this morning basically on walking in love what does it mean to to walk in love with God in chapter 4 John says the character trait of God is love the character trait of God is love so this means it's not just it's not just a name right when we say that God is love it is not just a name but God himself embodies and lives out what um, what real love is or what true love really is so all those who share life with God should learn to walk in love so 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 God's love for us defines and shapes our love for him and also our love for others hallelujah so I'll allow me uh, to speak to you this morning as as we consider God's love and ours God's love and ours and the first thing I want to talk about is describing um, God's love in context describing God's love in, in context so when we read verse chapter um, when we read verse 7 to 8 let's go there verse to eight verse seven to eight it says dear friends let us continue to love one another let us continue to love another for love comes from who love comes from God right anyone who loves is a child of God and do what and knows God but anyone who does not love does not know God for God is love for God is love so 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 I want to describe God's love in in, in, in context and let me start by asking you this question how much um how much do you think god loves you or how much you think god loves you see see we quote the verse god is love right but what does that really mean to you when you say that god is love what does that really mean to you how does knowing that god is love affect your life that does it change how you do life daily that that as as as, as pastor tj knowing that god is love how does that impact my day-to-day -day? how does that impact the way i communicate with my children how does um that impact how i communicate with my wife how does that impact uh um with 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 uh, how I behave at, at work or how I conduct myself with my business etc does it change how I do life knowing that God is love so when we describe God's love in context I've realized that his love is unspeakable his love is un, 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 unspeakable. I cannot understand it. But I know that I've experienced it and I can never be separated from it. Uh, uh, Romans 8, um, 8 uh, verse 8 to 39, uh, it says, Nothing can separate us from the love of God. 
and what I also realized about the love of God is that it is unselfish. See, we're putting uh, God's love in context. It is unselfish. Uh, 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 unselfish. Uh, it, it, it asks nothing in return. However, it leads me and you to repent and, and, and turn and turn to God in, in love. It, it leads sinners, you know, to to repent and turn uh, to God in, in love. First John 4, 19, he says, we love him because what? Because he first loved us. It is unselfish. It is unending, right? It is unending. God will continually love you until eternity. Jeremiah 30, verse 13, it says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. So God's love is eternal and another thing that i want to mention is that god's love is unconditional god's love it's unconditional it's not based on what we can or cannot produce or what we can or cannot do it comes from the heart of god man can never reach a place um, when uh, he will not be loved by god you, you are not too sinful to be rejected by God. You're not too sinful not to be loved by God. God loves first. He loved us anyway and he loves us eternally. He loves us eternally. And his love again is what? Is unmerited. Cannot be earned. Cannot be earned. It cannot be deserved. His love is based in, uh, 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 in in his in his grace. We love because he first loved us. I love because he first loved me. Secondly, if you're writing, this love was not only spoken, right? It, but it was also demonstrated. The love of God was also. He demonstrated his love. Where did he demonstrate it? He demonstrated it at Calvary. He demonstrated it at Calvary. Listen, we can never fully understand God's love for us, but it can be seen, and it's best seen in what? It's best seen at the cross. It is best seen at the cross. And I love that when we look at the cross, we then understand, you know, um, not only the demonstration but also the meaning of God's love towards us that he stood in the gap for us that we had to carry our own crosses we had to die on the cross for our sins but he took your place he took my place in 2nd Corinthians 5 21 it says for he made him God made him who knew no sin to be what? To be sin for us. That we might become the righteousness of God in him. He took my place. Where I had to carry my own cross. Where I had to die on the, on, on the cross for my own sin. He stood in the gap and he took my place and said, My son, I will die for you. I will die for you. And that is how he demonstrated his love towards us on the cross. And not only that, he saved you and me from hell. He saved you and me from, from hell. It is, 
in the death on the cross, the death that released his precious blood, that opened the door of what? That opened the door of salvation for every sinner who would come to God. That I was once a sinner. That because of what Christ has done on the cross, because of his death on the cross, the death that released is what? His precious blood that opened the door for me for salvation. That I would come to God. That I will be cleansed by his blood. That I will be cleansed by his blood so that my sins may be forgiven. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7, verse 7 it says, In him we have if him in in him we have redemption through his his blood the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his according to the riches of his grace thank god for the blood of jesus thank god for the blood of jesus revelation 1 5 it says to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood we are washed by the blood of jesus we stand here and making this bold statement that we are righteous because of what Christ has done on the cross for us. Hallelujah. And lastly, if you are writing, if you are writing, lastly, this love uh, needs to be displayed in us and through us. It needs to be displayed in us and through us. It needs to be displayed in us as Christians. It needs to be displayed in us and through us as people of God. Listen to what John says in verse 11 and 12. Listen to what he says. He says, dear friends, right? Since God loved us that much, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to do what? We surely ought to love one another. We surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God. But if we love each other, catch this, God lives in us and his love is brought to full expression. His love is brought uh, to full expression in us. What does, that, what does this mean? It means that God's love will be visible only if it's possessed. God's love will be visible in you if only you possess it. It will be visible in you if only you possess that you incubate it. God lives in us, right? And his love is brought what to full expression in us and as we read the Bible we have men and women who expressed and demonstrated uh, uh, God's love in, 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 in the Bible remember Joseph right Joseph uh, 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 Joseph the, the, the story of Joseph in Genesis uh, uh, 41 verse 1 to 8 you know his brothers lied about him they, they, they sold him into what they sold him into slavery. They they they, they, they took him away from from from, uh, from home and they took him away from his father. And 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 even in his journey, uh, when we read his story, he was falsely accused. He was put in prison. And while 
And in, in, in while in prison, he waited and waited because of his jealous brothers. But yet, we still see what? We still see forgiving love. He still forgave them. And there's some of us here who are still holding on to the toxicity of the past. There's some of us here who are still holding on to what somebody has done to you three years ago. That what somebody has done at the beginning of the year. You have not shown forgiving love. We love because he first loved us. God lives in us. And in his and his love is brought to full expression in us. And that's and that love is, is shown by us when we do what? When we show forgiving love. When we show forgiving love, just like Joseph did. Just like uh, 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 yes, Joseph did. And we also see um Hosea, right? In Hosea chapter 3, verse 1 to, uh, 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 verse one to 3. And, and if you remember that story, that heartrending story, you know, he married a wife named who? Ne- married a wife uh, named uh, uh, um, uh, Goma, right? He, he married a prostitute. And while he was married to, 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 to her, the wife left and went and rejoined the, the, the prostitution life again. And he had to go there and still buy her wife there again. And what do we see in that story? We see redeeming love. We see redeeming love. We see redeeming love. That in her prostitution, in this wife's prostitution, wife prostitution, she, he still showed redeeming love. He brought her back to her position of um, uh, uh, of love again by redeeming her. We do not only see the forgiving love and redeeming love in the Bible, but we also see what we also see compassionate love. Compassionate love. Where do we see that? We see that in the life of Peter, right? We see that in the life of Peter. Peter denied Jesus. He lied about him. Yet Jesus still said, on this rock, I will build my church. We still see Jesus showing compassionate love to our brother Peter. Though he denied him, though he lied about him, Jesus still said, upon this rock, I will build my church. I will build my church. And one that I have personally experienced is healing love. Because I was angry at my father. I was bitter with my mother. I was jealous of my friends. I was burning with 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 lust in in my um, uh, uh, early years of of, 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 of Christianity. Yet Jesus still reached out to me and picked me up and picked me out of the sewers. I love what what uh, David says in, 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 in Psalms one uh, uh, Psalms hundred and three, 
verse 2 to 4, he says, let all that um, let all that I am praise the Lord. And this is my prayer uh, uh, for, 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 for me to you this, this morning. That He says, let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things He does for me. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. I had a disease of what? I had a disease of lust. I had a disease of anger. I had a disease of bitterness. I had the disease of jealousy that ate me up inside. But I thank God that he forgave all my sins and healed all my diseases. He redeemed me from death and crowns me with what? He crowns me with love and tender mercies. May all that you are praise the Lord this morning. May you never forget the good things that God has done for you this morning. May he forgive all your sins. May he heal all your diseases, whether physical or emotional. May he redeem you from death and crown you with love and tender mercies this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So when we love God, Right when we love God, um, when, when the love of God is present in us, when, when the love of God is present in us as believers, it will be visible in this five in, in these five areas. It will be visible um, with with our love for our Savior. So the love for our Savior, it will be visible there. Your relationship with God, it will show how you love God. If you love me, Jesus says. You will keep what? You will keep my commandments. You, you will keep my commandments if you love me. And, 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 and it will be visible in you loving the scriptures, reading the word, spending time with reading the word. Because you are in love with Jesus. You cannot be in love with Jesus and not be in love with the word. Because the word itself brings us what? It brings us closer and closer to our loving God. So with love for the Savior, love for the Word of God, or the love for the Scripture, and love for the century. Loving the church. Loving the church. Hebrews 10, 25, it says, Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as in, um, uh, as in the manner of some, but exhorting one another so much more as to see the day approaching so meaning that loving the church loving the lifestyle of the church connecting with believers that's how we see love being visible that the love of God resides in you by being visible in loving the church in loving the century in loving the scripture or loving the word and loving the Savior himself right and David said in Psalms 122 he says I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Let us go into the house of the Lord. He was glad because the love of God resided in him. The excitement of God resided in him. The excitement of the things of God resided in him. That is why he says, I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord and praise the Lord and lavish on the Lord and and, and connect 
with the people of God even more. And the fourth thing is the love for the saints. That we need to love each other as believers. Right? They will only know that we are what? They will only know, sinners will only know that we are God's children when they see us believers love one another. When the saints walk in love, then God will be seen. When we as believers walk in love, when we show each other love, when we care for each other, then God will be seen. He will be seen in us. He will be seen in our works. And lastly, love for sinners. We need to go out there. Brothers and sisters, we need to go out there and display the love of God to others. Jesus had the love for sinners. Jesus spent time with sinners that he would spend time with believers. He said with sinners because he had so much love for them. So God's love is, is more than just being loved, right? It is opening our lives so that the Lord himself can love through us. Allow the Lord to love through you. Allow the Lord to love through you and reach the brokenhearted so that he can reach a world for himself through you. Hallelujah. Glory to, to, to the Lord. Lord, thank you for your love. Give us the grace and the wisdom to allow you to love us through, uh, to, to, to love, uh, 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 the wisdom to allow you to love through us and reach others through you, Lord. Give us that grace, O Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. So I invite you this morning, I invite you, my brothers and sisters, I invite you to join me this morning as I ask the Lord to help me, to help you, to help us to love like Jesus. Lord, help us to love like you. Help us to love like you. But firstly, we want to thank you for loving us. Today, my brothers and sisters, let's show that love for God that love for God by doing his will and, and being what he would have us be. Right? By, by loving others exactly as he would love us. Matthew 22 verse 39 it says love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Can we pray this morning? Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. Teach us, Lord, to love like you. Lord, we love because you first loved us. You first loved us. You demonstrated what love is, Lord. And it is not an easy task for us. But Lord, we know that we are not able to do it alone. We need your grace. We need your guidance to love like you loved us, Lord. So that we can show the same love to others. To our brothers, to our sisters, to our spouses, to our children, Lord. To our families, Lord. Your word says that we should continue to love one another. For love comes from you, Lord. If it comes from you, if you are the source of love,
Father, we want to be connected with you so that we can love better, so that we can love greater. Lord, your word says that anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. Help us to know you more. Help us to know you more so that we can love more, so that we can care more, so that we can show compassion more, so that we can show forgiveness more, so that we can show healing more. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for showing us what real love is, Lord. That you showed us by sending your only begotten Son, Lord, into the world so that we might have eternal life with you. Thank you for what you have done on the cross for us, that you died and rose again so that we may have life, and not just life, but life in abundance. We thank you for life in abundance. We thank you for life in fullness, O Father. Help us to live an abundant life in you and through you, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. So thank you guys for joining us this morning. We love you. We appreciate you. We can't wait to see you next week Sunday. Be blessed and have a blessed week. Love you guys.